Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another week. Believe in betting. This is championship week here on Believe in Betting. We are going to know by the next time we talk who is going to the big game, who's going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely exciting. The greatest divisional round playoff in the history of the sport. You could argue the best playoffs overall in the history, the best playoff season in the history of the sport of football. I mean, this this has been absolutely fantastic. I, I am pumped, pumped, pumped up. It's been just seriously, just just an amazing, an amazing, uh, serious, uh, uh, enjoyable, enjoyable kind of time. Does that mean that enjoyable equates to making money? <laughs> right? I mean, that's really the question. Does enjoyable mean that you all went out there and made some money? Well, you know, look, those sports books in the first week, it, they came in with that against the spread number and everybody seemed to kind of jump on the dogs and only one dog won, right? Now, last week we had, uh, you know, two favorites, two, uh, two overs, two unders, sure. Um, you know, you had some favorites covering there that probably, you know, hurt. But overall, betters are, are not having the greatest playoff season here even though they started off really strong. So we're going to try to get everybody that didn't have a great time kind of back on track. And I will tell you where people are getting crushed is in the prop plays outside of that Kansas city Buffalo game where, uh, you know, imagine you had Gabriel Davis uh, plus four, right? Uh, Outside of you, you having that Travis Kelsey did go over. He went over his receptions and over his yards on the last catch in overtime. So that was good. You know, Mahomes had so, uh, his overs. Josh Allen clearly went over. They both went over for rushing yards. So there's a lot of overs in that game. But the other games had a lot of unders, right? Tennessee, Cincinnati, almost nobody went over their totals there. Um, you look at, at you know, the San Francisco-Green Bay game. Under, under, under city, under all day long, unders, unders, unders. The only thing you might have made some money with was defensive slash special teams touchdown, right? And, and by the way, those people that had the overtime and the uh, Chiefs and Bills, yeah, that was a nice, 11 to 1 is the last time I saw that. But overall, prop plays really hurt everybody this week. So I'll throw a couple out there that I do think um, will be able to help you out this week. Right off the bat, we're going to start off with this Chiefs Bengals game. Right off the bat, um, as I break this game down, I will maybe throw out a couple more. But Jamar Chase is pretty set. Look, most of the time, quarterbacks and the big-time receivers, the big-time running backs in playoff games specifically are going to get an elevated number as far as the books are concerned. But the last time that Jamar Chase saw this team, this Kansas City defense, he went for 11 catches and 266 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> he had four catches and 30 or more yards. And Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, eh, he might not play in this one. So... I feel confident with Chase, even though he's going to have an inflated number. So since I mentioned it, let's go back to the last time that they played. Right? I mean, the last time they played, uh, Kansas City blitzed. They blitzed a lot. Chris Jones had two of the four sacks. And, you know, you look at things that they, that went right and things that went wrong. Look, the Chiefs just couldn't stop Jamar Chase, right? Um, they were sitting in a zone, and, and they just kind of picked them apart. 
Cincinnati did win that game, 34-31. And Cincinnati won that game because Joe Burrow was just fantastic in that game, like he's been. And he's kind of the X factor. And you look at Joe Burrow as being the X factor, and he will be the X factor again. The Bengals' defense is consistently taking the ball away, right? They are getting takeaways. They have five in the playoffs, seven in the last three games. They held a number six passing attack by the Raiders to 19 points. They held the number five rushing attack in the Titans to 16 points. But they're not very good, guys. They're just not. A lot of it is smoke and mirrors. Cincinnati entered the weekend 25th in defensive DVOA. 25th. Now, early on in the first half of the season, they were actually ranked fourth for about most of the season up until about a month before the end of the year uh, against the rush. You couldn't run the ball on them. And look at what they did last week. So maybe a buying in, but you got to say they are still out two defensive backs. I'm sorry, two defensive linemen. And so their defensive backs are coming back, but their defensive linemen are banged up. Now the Chiefs don't run. They don't run effectively. So that might help out Cincinnati here, who's really just doing things because they're turning the ball over. Cincinnati didn't get a sack against Kansas City when they just met up. And look that, you know, I'm not going back to ancient history because usually you don't go, you're not supposed to look back past like five games in the NFL to see matchup and, and things like that. Um, this is this, this is in that realm. This was not long ago. Both of these teams are relatively the same. Cincinnati didn't get any pressure on Mahomes. And now Cincinnati does turn the ball over. That's what they have lived and died on. They need to get those turnovers. They need to get those big defensive plays. Cincinnati has got to create that that pressure to make that happen. They don't create pressure. And that, oh, by the way, they they were doing that when they had their all-pro defensive linemen in there. Now they're not going to have them. So I don't think that they're suddenly going to create more pressure unless they all of a sudden decide, you know what, we're going to start blitzing. And if you start blitzing Patrick Mahomes, if you start blitzing any good quarterback, he's going to figure it out. You know, I, I think that Cincinnati's defense is getting a pass for playing what I consider two weak offenses. I still think Tennessee's offense is weak. Is led, clearly led by a weak quarterback in Ryan Tano, but I thought that they, they were weak. They didn't have full strength Derrick Henry. They didn't commit to the run the way that I believe that they needed to. And the Las Vegas Raiders, they had the six most uh, passing yards. They, they Derek Carr was very good, but, you know, come on. Is, is the Raiders offense really what we're hanging our hats on? Well, Cincinnati shut down the Raiders offense. Oh, ooh, big deal. I, I mean, come on. So now you go up against Patrick Mahomes and you're having to force him to make some mistakes. Well, Mahomes is 7-1, 23 touchdowns, one interception in AFC playoff games. That's that, that's 23-1. and one. I don't think he turned him Mahomes over too many times. On the other side, what we have is we have a Bengals offense that I'm not sure can be stopped either. I'm not sure that the X Factor in Joe Burrow is going away quietly in any situation. While everybody stopped and we all marveled at Patrick Mahomes, we all marveled at 13 seconds going down the field. And then we all stopped and marveled at Josh Allen's absolutely mind-boggling good performance. We also lost sight of the fact that the defense by Kansas City is terrible. The Kansas City defense is awful. And they looked awful. Yes, Josh Allen is fantastic. 
Yes, Josh Allen might be the best player in football right now. Josh Allen doesn't have nearly anywhere near, not even close to the weapons that Joe Burrow has. And we watched a defense just be picked apart time and time again. Tyron Matthew is not in there. And they went deep. And they went deep with a smile on their face time and time again. Now, they will get pressure on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got sacked more than any other quarterback in the NFL 51 times. Joe Burrow last week got sacked nine times. Joe Burrow in the first meeting between these two got sacked four times. Joe Burrow's going to get sacked. But here's the thing that we know about Joe Burrow. Yeah, you're going to get sacked. It doesn't phase the kid. Joe Burrow stands in there, and he hangs in that pocket, and he rips the ball all over the field. He doesn't care. He doesn't care that you're going to take him out. He doesn't care he's going to get a big hit. He doesn't care that he's under pressure. And that X factor is something really interesting for this game because of that. So when you're talking about unit against unit here, you go, okay, look, I like Cincinnati's offense, but Kansas City clearly has the better offense, but it's close, right? I mean, it, it, it's close, but you have to give Kansas City the advantage because they can protect their quarterback and Cincinnati cannot. It's close. You lean KC. Defense-wise, I'm leaning the Bengals. All the problems that I set up before time, Kansas City's defense, is, is, it's just not very good. Look, I sat down, I talked to Joe Valerio on my weekend show, right? Want to bet uh, weekend edition with Tom Barton. I spoke to Joe Valerio this Sunday. And it, it, by the way, he's the ex-offensive lineman. He used to block for Joe Montana. We talked about Kansas City. Uh, he has the Believe in the Podcast Network show, uh, Believe in the Chiefs. Um, cheap plug, go check it out. Joe does a great job. But I talked to Joe, and we sat down, and we, we discussed the defense by the Chiefs. The defense by the Chiefs that people are talking about, oh, being okay. You know, they were run on for nearly 200 yards against San Diego. They were run on for nearly 200 yards uh, against Denver in the last game of the season. They were run on in, in a complete blowout of Pittsburgh where they were throwing it all day. They were still run on for 130 yards against, you know, Pittsburgh ran all over them. And then the only time that they weren't run all over was Joe Burrow thrown for 456. And that's the only time they weren't run all over. You know, Joe Mixon's got to step up in this game. You know, of all the guys in the NFL that doesn't get criticism, Joe Mixon ran for two 100-yard games this year. That's it. Joe Mixon can't, can't crack seven. You want, you want a prop play? Under Joe Mixon. Because he, he just can't do it. If I had any confidence in Joe Mixon, I'd be taking the Bengals here. Now, I do kind of like the idea that the Bengals are starting to see some seven and a halfs across the board. And I think if you could get them at seven and a half, there's a little bit of value there. Okay, that that half a point can be the swaying number. But I have a weird feeling that this game is either a Casey blowout or a Cincinnati win. I don't know if the points are going to come into any kind of play here. By the way, the total has gone up from 51 to 55 in most spots. You can still grab some 54 and a halfs out there. But 55 in some most spots. All right, let's go talk about Rams and Niners and a lot of money coming in on the Niners. The numbers have gone from four down to three and a half, and rightfully so. Look, here's the thing. The Rams have home field advantage. The Rams are explosive. They have the name recognition. They are the better team. The Rams have the better quarterback. The Rams have the better wide receiver. The Rams have uh, the more explosive players on offense. The Rams have a better defense. The Rams have the best defensive player on the field, maybe on the planet, and Aaron Donald. The Rams have the better pass rush. The Rams have, uh, like I said, you know, everything working for them. But there is an X factor here as well. And while we talked about the Joe Burrow X factor, 
The X factor here is that the Rams struggle against San Francisco. The Rams are the LA team that we think about LA. When you think about LA, what do you think about? You think about flamboyant. You think about, uh, you know, uh, you know, pretty, and you think about extravagant, and you think about luxurious, and you think about showmanship, and you think about entertainment, and you that's what you think about. Well, if you go up and you knock them in the face, and you punch them out, and you beat them up, and you play physical, you're going to win that game. And that's what the Niners have done. And that's why the Niners are 6-0 and the last six games. That's why Shanahan absolutely owns McVay. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo is 7-0 and against this team. Because... For all the explosiveness, all the pizzazz that L.A. has, the Niners just beat them up. McVay came out last game before they they played last game, and he said, I want to run the ball 40 times. People said, 40 times? What? They ran the ball for 44 times, 156 yards. And that's beating a team up. That's taking away their will. He actually said, I said 40 today because it entails the entire team. The defense has to play that way, the O-line has to play that way. Special teams has to play that way. You have to be good on third downs. We have to get turnovers. It was just really cool to see the whole team play that way. What do you think they're going to want to do again? They're going to do that again. They're going to beat you up. They're going to be more physical than you. The Niners, they have dominated time of possession. You leave Stafford on the sideline, right? It didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was Trey Lance. It didn't matter if it was Garoppolo. All you know is that Eli Mitchell is going to get the ball. Debo Samuel is a weapon out of the backfield. And that, that's what they're going to do. Speaking of Debo, I kind of like all his overs if he comes in healthy. Last time he was um, on the field and against this team, he was averaging almost 11 yards per touch, which was unbelievable. Now, the Rams, they also shoot themselves in the foot in these contests as well. So it's not that they just get beat up. They went 16 for 64. That's 25% on third and fourth downs the last five times they've matched up. They cannot convert a third and fourth down. So the Niners are bending but not breaking. But the Niners' defense... It doesn't get the accolades, but they step up big when they need to. And guys, they did rank third in the regular season in total defense. Only allowed 310 yards per total per game on average. Now the Rams were third in sacks. The Rams are going to absolutely go out there and the Rams are going to put some pressure on, but so is San Francisco. Look, San Francisco's defense gave up 16 points a game over its last seven games. San Fran's defense is here to play and they just shut down Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and the Packers. Don't give me that it was cold and it was rainy and it was... No, no, no. They shut down. Aaron Rodgers, the likely MVP of the league and the likely back-to-back MVP of this league, basically had one pass all day. He threw for zero touchdowns. He threw for a little over 220 yards. And he had one huge, like, 50-yard broken pass. Or else he wouldn't even throw for 200. The Niners won that game with six offensive points, guys. Now, we can all concentrate on the special teams, but let's not overlook that defense. Can't overlook that defense. The other factor here is that the Rams, they can't be physical and they can't run. They've averaged just 58 yards rushing in the two losses. Stafford threw a pair of interceptions. Stafford melts during the big time. But I will say this, with all that being said, and we can continue to heap praise upon the Niners, and everybody seems to like the Niners, and there's a lot of reason here to take the Niners. With all that being said, the Rams are the better team still. The Rams are still the better team. The Rams still have an exceptionally better quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo has played well, completing 75% of his passes against the Niners, um, but he's going to have to play well again. And here's the thing. The Rams are missing. Look, they grabbed Eric Weddle out of a two-year retirement to start 
the Rams are missing defensive backs. They're going to load the box. They're going to stop Eli Mitchell. They're going to try to stop Debo Samuel. They're going to do everything in their power to not be run on and not be physical, out physical. They're going to do everything in their power to stop that. Jimmy G is going to have to go be deep. He's going to have to go deep in some spots. He's going to have to make plays in some spots. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to step up. We don't see that happen very often. We don't see Jimmy Garoppolo make those huge plays when he needs to. He's going to have to do it here. This is a tale of two games. We watched this game just in week 18. 17-0 lead. The Rams were cruising. San Francisco came back. This is not a spot where I think they're going to come back. If San Fran's going to win this game, they got to keep it close. If San Fran's got to win this game, I, I think they have to get a lead. I don't think you're seeing this team come back from multiple scores. If I'm the Rams, I'm coming out and I'm flinging it all over the field early on. I want to get that big 14-point lead, lean on that kind of lead. You know McVay's record at the half, right? We, we all know that. So who do I think is going to the Super Bowl? Look, it, I, I don't like either bet. I think San Fran's very dangerous because of the X factor that they just own them. And I think that Joe Burrow makes me nervous enough to not want to take laying seven, seven and a half even. I don't want to do that. But I do think we get a KC Rams Super Bowl. I'm not too excited about it, but I think that that's the Super Bowl we're going to get. As far as totals, look, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards both unders. Now that the number's up to 55 in that Bengals, it wouldn't shock me if they both put up 30 again. It wouldn't shock me if that was a big shootout. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Kansas City defense, but I, I'm kind of leaning both unders here. And I'm, I'm kind of saying, you know what? Unfortunately, I think we get the chalk. I'm hoping we get a Bengals San Fran Super Bowl, but I, I got a feeling we're looking at KC Rams. All right, guys, that is going to do it for me. Next time we talk, we will have our Super Bowl participants. We're going to start to take a look at that. I'll start to throw out some new prop plays for us. We've got a lot of prop plays. I'm going to do a prop play special. So we're going to get really deep into that and make sure that uh, we can make you a lot of money going into the Super Bowl. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.